This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room, I'm Paul Kenny from Glory... No. Yeah, from Glory Days. We hired them this week. I've acquired Toronto Gold Silver, now part of my uh, conglomerate operation. With Glenn Pye. from no, Glory associate. Days. Associate. My, don't say my friend, but I'm learning early in the show. Bogart's still on uh, assignment, and uh, we have a great show today. A great show. We're going to give away stuff, but you have to listen because it's going to be a skill-testing question at the end. We're going to that talk. would be interesting if you give away stuff and they don't have to listen on a radio show. So well, how would you give it away if they don't have to listen? Well, you, you show just kind of go down the street to stand it. You still home. don't know it's a radio show. You show up in a pie shirt that people on radio can't see. So just yeah. going okay. Live in the laundry room, we're going to have a we have a good show. Oh, there's a lot of trouble in this room. We're going to have with our uh, uh, buying a local. Uh, we have a story about the cheese boutique. We have a story of, oh, I got it. I'm going to go into this. Uh, of course, Rick's going to be here. You're all over the map. I know. So I want to talk about this. This week, I'm in a store, and there's a guy who's not wearing a mask and saying how the government's not going to control his life. Uh-oh. And he's just being a money's macho. And I'm saying, you know. QAnon. No, no, I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about the PSW, the, the, the nurses. And the personal, um, the frontline workers, frontline workers, they have more courage in their little fingers getting up every day and doing a job is dangerous. And I just want to put a, a big shout out to them. In fact, what we're going to do today, I want to, at the end of the show, we're going to have our gold, silver prices. Person who has the, um, why are you going to talk about it now if you're going to do it later? No, because I want them to listen to it later. If well, I you want people it. usually, oh, when you start talking, yeah, they turn it off. So the 14, uh, they have to have the next week, they're the first person who calls in and tells us what the 14 carat price is from this week. We're going to give a $50 gift certificate from the Cheese Boutique. Okay. okay? Now, I want to also talk about them. I know we got to talk about a lot of other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the, no, the Cheese Boutique, I was in there this week. Yeah, and yeah, uh, we're, we're going to get to that. We've got stuff here. It's a radio show. Give the numbers. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. Call us locally at 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. We're on 740 AM, 96.7 FM. Zoomerradio.ca live stream and our podcasts are on there. And I'm uh, Glenn Pye from Glory Days, 26 Ripley Avenue, just down the street from Cheese Boutique at 45 Ripley Avenue in South Toronto. And Paul, of course, is Toronto Gold Silver, 
10,341 Young Street, Richmond Hill, which I actually went into his shop this week and said hi to the guys. They were working furiously, getting their auction stuff shipped out. Uh, you can also text us if you have a question. Text us. You can send a picture. We'll talk about it on the show if you want. 416-580-9256. And just briefly, some of the things we're interested in. Any type of sports items, obviously, Everyone's heard about cards and what they're doing, the crazy stuff. But autographs, documents, pennants, we buy all types of sports. And every sport, you know, not just the big four, basketball, football, hockey, baseball. We'll buy volleyball. We'll buy golf. Just have to be something interesting. We'll buy curling. Okay. Curling's a little slow, but we we'll buy curling, lacrosse. It's just you don't get the money out of those sports sometimes unless you have something really unique and old. Obviously, gold, silver, coins, paper currency, anything music, rock. We're going to talk about some things that we uh, bought this week. Vintage toys, comics, watches, jewelry, ladies' uh, accessories, purses, carnival, uh, circus items, arcade items, uh, vintage China dishes, tea services, Royal Daltons, other figures, Hollywood political, military, old books, maps, document, calendars, scrapbooks, postcards, stock certificates, vintage photographs and old camera equipment, Vintage beer, wine, liquor bottles, trays, signs, ashtrays, automobile collectibles, art prints, uh, vintage hunting, fishing, and any other outdoor sport. And of course, we, we're all full. We don't need any more garden homes, so we're out of that business. Right, so it comes down to anything that's in the house. You don't know what it's worth. Except the garden home. Except for garden home. They're outside the house. No one keeps garden homes inside their house. They don't? No, that's what they call them, garden homes. Figure it out, friends. But they get rats. They don't call so you. House. want to keep a mint? How are you going to have a mint garden gnome? Do they call them house gnomes or garden gnomes? I got it. Okay. I'll a lot it. of people have an inside garden, and you know what? They're growing. I know. Okay. So, right now, we want to be talking about uh, my friend at Clapperson's Corners in Southworks Antiques Mall. Uh, they're both open. This is a great day for getting out there. Clapperson's Corners on Highway 6, just north of the Dinosaur, south of the 401. And then you've got... Um, Is that on Google Maps, if I check north of the dinosaurs? But you know the dinosaurs. I drive and I say, hi, dinosaurs, every time I drive by. On, uh, then we have Southworth Antiques Mall uh, with uh, 35,000 square feet, 100 local dealers. So you're buying local. They're all people who are recycling items. Think about this. You know when you want to buy something old, think about buying something recycled. And think about something not made in China. That's just or repurpose. What are you a lot of things people take things, industrial things, repurpose them into household things. Now. Yeah, but it's it's worth the trip out there. It's safe. It's inside. Um, my friend at Clapperson's Corner is the largest single antique store in Canada by a single owner, and I believe that Southworks is the largest uh, multi-dealer mall in Canada. And professional staff, clean as a whistle. They have records there and everything like that, okay? But I want to just buy local. And then my uh, my friend, Sam, who from New Generation, I'm going to talk about them later on. And we're going to be talking, answering your questions. I know you got stuff. You look around the room. It'll make you smile. And you want to know what that picture of World War II of Uncle Harry with all his... Um, Pilots there in one picture. No, these things are important. Everything you say is important, but okay. I want to take people on a trip in the weird mind of Paul Kenny. Oh, no. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you come over to my house this week. Well, I remember that. Yeah. 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 You come over. Very nice. Nice visit. You know, you don't say, I just look for stuff to buy, money, whatever. You don't even say, hello. How are you? But whatever. This time you run straight to the counter. 
Yeah. And you grab a muffin and start eating it. Well, I go, well, what the hell? You just walk in. You go, you can boom. You go right to the counter. You put, and, then, and I said, what the hell are you doing? He goes, well, I'm bringing you muffins. I go, why are you eating my muffins? Because my wife, Marianne, gave me two muffins, said they're for you. And if you go to our house and she asks how many muffins you got, you say one, you're in big trouble. Yeah. So you ate my muffins, so I still end up only net one, but I did have two of Marianne's muffins. Neither of us are lying now. I would have had to lie. So, okay, so it's not so strange then. That's, no, a, that's it, normal it operation. Made, I gave you two muffins. I did ask you. I said, do they not allow you muffins in your house? Oh, no, they don't. No. That's, oh. She hides the muffins. She'll cook six, make them to you, and won't give them to me. Okay. Just a weird thing. Okay. All right. Um, I, I find that strange, but maybe I'm something wrong with me. No, no, the logic was all me. Okay. It's okay. On um, the uh, other things we're going to be talking about is the high prices and stuff that's escalating in prices, some of the stuff we bought. This we week. haven't hit the peak yet. It's still no. going up. And I want to talk about this for one second. And because it happened this week, someone brought in a bunch of um, uh, $1,000 bills and a bunch of ones, twos, and fives. And they said, um, they brought them in, and we ended up paying like $600 for $350 worth of the bills. So the 1000 they just put in the bank. But you don't, they're taking these bills, okay? You don't have to throw them away. If you find yourself, if you find them in a certain, you know, safety deposit box or someone hands them down to you, you have to bring them to a store like us to find if there's anything good there. We'll give, never give you any less than your money. And you probably will make money. That's the best way to put it. Okay. One thing also about uh, the current environment we're in and the collectibles prices and this. And, of course, we were on auctions yesterday and we're all advertising. Oh, you know, consigned to us. There's so much action in auctions. But it doesn't always end up the case. Yeah. We still bought stuff in that auction oh, yeah. as a dealer. So it, it's not necessarily that. But when I talk about, you know, the prices still seem to be going up in certain areas, the, the newer stock seems to have leveled off now the uh, lebron james and kobe's and that but my stockbroker jim clasper told me something that one of his richest clients wait, told him wait a minute is this jim the, the guy big never, cheese the big no cheese. the guy we're not supposed to talk about yes okay, well no we won't let him advertise okay 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 but anyways he said to me one of his clients really good client of his and he just said what do you attribute your success to what? he said i always sold too early no. Don't try and hit the peak. Never. This is why you where you are and why I am where I am. That's, you do always sell too early. Don't try and hit the peak. And only fun. one guy gets out at the peak. And it's a long ways down after that. You of all people should know you got caught holding the bag back in the early 90s on cards. Oh, yeah. You had the biggest operation, one of the biggest in the world at the time. What I'm afraid of, though, your friend Tim's friend is plagiarizing. Who? E.P. Taylor. Edward? Plunkett Taylor. Okay, all right. That's so. the guy who said I always sold two All right, all right. Just telling you that. Okay. Okay, right. now, we also have a warning out for people right now. Like, we're giving away. I'm going at the end of the show, I'm giving away the $50. Uh, gift certificate to the cheese boutique. No, you're not giving away. You're giving away next week. You're going to talk about giving it away. Okay, yeah. Go ahead. But someone's going to get it. So, there's people advertising right now on Kijiji and all those other things. There's two ladies who are advertising to give you a $50 certificate if they come to your house. Okay. okay, to buy gold and silver if they buy gold and silver. But, and you're going to hear these later. I want you to compare these prices. They're playing $10 for 10 carats, 14 carats for 14 carats, 
$18 for 18 care, but they're giving you a free $50. So what they're doing is giving you... It's good if you got $10 worth of silver. Yeah, no, but they're giving you... If you have $1,000, they're giving you $500 worth for your silver. I want to know. Well, you know, Ronnie, our friend, came in this week yeah. and gave the gold to you, and he had the mistake of selling one piece prior to meeting you yeah. and got far less and gave you all the rest. Denise Potter came in, a nice, fine lady. She worked for Dave Nichols, great listener to the show. and uh, I found gold in her costume. In her costume. Yes, she goes, gold. that bag is costume. And Paul said, well, let me go through with a fine-tooth comb, which you did yesterday. Yeah. And sure enough, you found gold. So, I mean, never mind underpaying. They'll take stuff as costume. They won't even check if it's real. And a lot of it has silver content as well, which is a huge amount of money. But it's still all more money. No sense leaving it on the table unless nope. you're doing someone a favor. I don't know if I should give these gold prices now. So that people no, let's pay. move on. We got no, something no. to I do I want here. to compare it. Someone paying 10 they should be getting 24 These two ladies. So you're not talking about gold later on. This is it. I'm going to talk later on. Um, 18 karat gold, they're paying, uh, 14 karat gold, they're paying $14, we pay 34 18 karat, they're paying $18, we pay 44 okay. Over these prices, you have to, for the contest, you have to have the exact prices, which we're going to give. But I want to show you the difference. Right. They're saying, here, we're giving you $50, and someone says, oh, these guys must be good. And they come along, they're giving you $50, and if you've got $2,000 worth of gold, you're losing $1,000. Right. So they're paying fifty dollars for a thousand dollars. So okay, we've been trained in that area. I, one of our good listeners, Joe, Joe and Jan, who uh, listen to our show regularly, good friend of ours, he asked me if I could talk quickly just about autographs and some of the pitfalls okay. people should watch out for. And he, he said, "What are the most fraudulent autographs?" So I've always had a rule of thumb, and, and even though you get more notoriety among sports frauds, it's not the biggest area of fraudulent autographs. Hollywood. And rock and roll are the worst. And primarily because they're, they're called non-malicious forgeries. You'd mail someone something or ask them for an autograph photo. And they had secretaries that did this. No one ever thought these items would be sold down the yeah. road. But so many of those, uh, particularly the Hollywood items, end up being of that note. Same with a lot of political stuff. You have things from the president, prime minister, whatever. Um, the higher, more powerful the person is, the more likely it's an auto pen, a secretarial, whatever. So those areas actually are worse. They just don't get the visibility that sports items get. And the uh, rock and roll, the problem there is a lot of times it's like, well, here, give me your program. I'll go in and get the Beatles to sign it. Well, you don't go in that room. Yeah. So Rody quickly signs it. No, they give. And that's why these things need to be authenticated. Well, wait a minute. There is the other case of some rock and rollers have been known to be under the influence. Well, that's true. And their autographs so, can change. Yes, and you them. can't authenticate it because it's not consistent. I mean, I've had so many people, and I've got sort of invites with people, and I go, I'm just telling you. It's like they'll say, my grandfather got this personally off of Babe Ruth or whatever. Well, you know what? He didn't because Babe no. Ruth didn't sign that. It might have been just outside the room or Babe Ruth may already had. He used to have the secretary sign tons of balls. He'd have them there with them and hand them out. So you'd his think sister. he signed them. His sister, his wife signed yeah. for him, and he hired a secretary in his later days when he was in the hospital. But of the most fraudulent sports autographs, like in rock, it goes across the board. And Beatles, obviously, are going to have the most current frauds out there because they're worth the most. Um, and we actually sold a, a John Lennon autograph this week for $8,000 on eBay. U.S.? Uh, U.S. So that's, about 10000 Canadian. But that's for a real one. Authenticated slab. Beautiful. And graded yeah. a 9 or a 10. It was very high well, grade. We also sold a McCartney and the Star. We only have the Harrison left. 
but no women. I want to say this because you don't say enough about it, is that you bring the authenticators up here when right. and you get the stuff authenticated. Uh, you can do it here in Canada. You don't have to send right. away your stuff. And I talked to them Friday. They're dying to come up here because they're pretty well opening up in the States now. Everything's getting yeah. back to normal, although there's still COVID, but they just believe on opening up business. Um, I think I'll have them up here this fall, hopefully as yeah. early as September if things open so up. So we should start bringing the stuff in now to book it in. because sure. we but only if it's have a key piece, I can get it done in the meantime. It might just mean couriering it down and back. We can still get things done. Because you're insured. We're insured for everything. Yeah. Okay. But in terms of sports autographs, just some of the, the, the autographs people should watch out for. And it's always going to be based on value. If you find a, somebody who's got a $5 autograph, uh, you know, Brian Glenny or something, five ten. People aren't. He doesn't sell the products. But you don't. It, that's not where they go. They go for the money. And the the difficult thing about people that died a long time ago, a Babe Ruth or others, is that you need to have something that existed back then. We yeah. get people. You know, you look. There's a 1970 in the corner. It's signed by Babe Ruth. That's very hard to do. So, it, it, you have to get, and they'll they'll ruin. You know, um, vintage items just to do a phony autograph on it because the extra money they get. So you, you'll still get quite a bit of those autographs, but that, that's a little more at the pro level of crime. Whereas at the lower level, you get the DiMaggio's, the Mantles, the Gretzky's, all yeah. of those. Is, and Roberto Clemente is heavily fraud, and a lot of it's from a secretary who used to sign his mail. But <laughs> it's really going to be based on value. The higher the value, the more likely it's not real. Yeah. But and if it came through the mail, a much higher likelihood. If you got a 3D object, more likely it is real because you probably handed it to the person. Most people weren't mailing out like bigger items, 3D items, or things like that. So typically you met the person. But that gives you a rough overview. And uh, yes, we can help you with authenticating. I actually had a lady uh, this week who's uh, listening to the show. Um, she wasn't a listener, but I've turned her into a listener now. And uh, she has an Alice Cooper side you guitar. Home. You wreck your radio? So yes, it's on one channel, channel only. And she has okay. an Alice Cooper signed guitar. And I was able to, oh. through email, texts, and whatever, not with 100% reliability, but with over 90% say that's a real Alice Cooper signed guitar. You know that you've used up the first comment. Okay, I'm done. All right. Wait, give the phone numbers. We're going oh, to yeah, get to okay. Rick. And four one six. 3600740 out of town 18667404740 Texas 4165809256 we'll go to break Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New generation kitchens and bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. 
Okay. Live from the laundry room, it's Glenn Pye and Paul. Glenn? No, you're Paul Kenny. I'm, I'm Paul. Now, Glenn does happen to be, I, I know we're going, we'll go to Rick in a minute here, but Glenn is probably the second or third. In this room. In this room. No, no, in Canada. Okay. Of autographs. Best autographs. And if people want, they don't realize um, the skill and the professionalism that we have up here that we can authenticate. He can actually authenticate and or has the ability to authenticate any autograph, any autograph, right. whether it's the guy on the moon. Although Shakespeare, there are fights over Shakespeare, which would be the world's most valuable autograph. He sign anything? They say there's five or six pieces out there that were like $20 million, but there is dispute. And, of course, there's dispute if he even wrote the plays. But uh, okay, that's one of the toughies, Shakespeare. Okay, we're going to go to Rick. Rick, how you doing? I think we're going to Rick. We were going to Rick. Beautiful day is out here. Great day. Sell a house. <laughs> going to Glenn, you um, half your time there. Go ahead. Yeah, not a problem. I, I enjoy listening to the show, guys. Um, yeah, you know, uh, we no, you guys were talking about selling too soon as a way of succeeding at something. Well, here's the thing. We've never seen such high prices in real estate ever. Uh, we're seeing prices that... A boggle the mind, and here's the thing: we don't know how long it's going to last. Let's hope it lasts for a while, but not for everybody, because it makes it impossible for someone to get into the market. However, if you're thinking about selling your home, this is the absolute best time. I can't stress it enough. But you know, people will call Paul, and they one of their number one reasons for not putting it on the market is that they're overwhelmed. They don't know what to do. At the end of the day, their house has been collecting things for 40, 50 years, and they don't know where to start. And this is where you mentioned something last week, Paul. It's really important we stress something here. And that is you're there to help them get their house sale ready. You move in, you start doing stuff. You start uh, decluttering their property. You start getting their stuff out there for sale. You start storing their stuff if they need a store. You will move it for them if they need it moved. And if they need minor renovations, you know, even a minor paint job, you will get it done. So there's no excuse. They don't have to lift a finger. The only thing they have to lift is your hand to pick up the phone and dial our phone number, Paul, because that's the best phone call they're ever going to make. And we'll get their house ready, done, and sold and put a check in their hand in no time flat. Um, the second thing I do want to talk about, Paul, really quickly is that, as you know, we do have this beautiful, beautiful, luxurious townhouse in the heart of Leslie and Shepherd. Okay, now you've got That's a great area. Ball. It's a, a stunning area. We're taking offers on Tuesday for it. We've been inundated with calls on it. Uh, it is a beautiful three-bedroom, two-story uh, with, with a private parking and garage. It's got two fireplaces. It's got three walkouts, Paul. So if all you want to do is walk out of your house all day, you can do it from every floor and, and virtually every room of the house. It is priced. Now, get this, Paul. You know, you're always hearing about how prices are... $2 million in this sort of an area. We're priced at under $900,000. So what that means, if you're a first-time buyer, if you're a second-time buyer, if you're a, a downsizer, you want to uh, sell your $2 million house and downsize to a $900,000 house, we're there to help with that. So I'm going to give out my phone number because the house will most likely be gone Tuesday. There's still a shot at it. Give us a call. Uh, so if they need to reach us, Paul, they can call you direct or they can reach me at 416-258-3972 and we'll get their house sold for them. Yeah, no, this, 
It's like a lot of people just they, like they say they look around. How am I going to get this ready? We and yes. they, they, I don't want anyone in to look in my house. We do this. I have seen everything. I've been in houses that no one's lived in for mm-hmm. thirteen years. Okay, yep. I've been in mm-hmm. houses where the you couldn't you couldn't move the stuff stacked up. But we get rid of stuff. What I keep yep. on saying, you don't want twenty five thousand dollars standing in the way of selling your million dollar house. But on the other yep. hand, you don't want to get two hundred dollars for your $25,000 worth of stuff. And that's exactly. when we come in and we help people, and they're almost surprised. I don't know how many times I go, uh, this week, you know, someone has a whole table full of Daltons and stuff, and it ends up being worth $400, and something they don't mm-hmm. even think mm-hmm. about showing me is worth 3000 You that's know? Right. That's like the people with the, uh, the old uh, video game. And that's what we do. We find stuff, and we make a joke about Stuff in your house worth more than your house, or stuff in your house mm-hmm. worth more mm-hmm. than your fridge that you don't even mm-hmm. think about. You see that old thing, that pride, that piece, that photo of Uncle Henry and Hunk, yep. Uncle Henry is Henry Ford. Henry Ford. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? But this is where um, we see value where other people don't, and we all Absolutely. know. We all know the kids don't want it. They want no. the cash from the house. They will take right. the house. But That's they right. don't want your the dishes. They don't want the glass. They don't want, you know, and there's a couple of, the lady was in this week. I think it's Denise. She says, my kids don't want her. Or somebody didn't want it. And I said, just mm. give it to them. Force it on them. Tell them the story. Yeah. And tell yeah. them not to throw it away because you're going to check on it in three years. And make sure they still right. have it. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Because you yeah. got to teach the kids a little bit about history, a little bit about value. Because they're not getting mm-hmm. it anywhere else. No, we're in charge of teaching these kids stuff. Okay? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You sell your house, so um, it's always easy to divide cash. Thanks, Rick. Yes. Go out there My pleasure, guys. Have a great day. day. Huh? We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, guys. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks. <laughs> Actually, I want to wish all our Irish friends happy St. Patrick's. It was earlier this week. Uh, but St. Joseph's Day never gets the same thing. Do you know St. Patrick's Day? If you associate beer with a holiday, it becomes much bigger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. St. Patrick's Day in uh, in Newfoundland is a uh, is a holiday day. No oh, one really? works, and they don't do it the way. But they... do they work on any day? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I know. Oh, now, now you've been. Oh, we're gonna uh-huh. have bad calls. Our ratings are gonna go way down in Newfoundland because we got that guy that phoned about the dory. Oh, he was funny. Yeah, I liked I him. Yeah. But. On, uh, now, okay, let's go to Bruce here. Bruce, how can we help you? Uh, uh, good morning, Paul and Glenn. Um, I, I just wondered about a 1967 $20 gold coin. What do you think that's worth today? I know exactly. If I had my calculator, which is on top of the microwave. Not, not anything about doing stuff live from the laundry room, and my laundry room not being too big. I could reach just about everything. So gold right now is in go- Canadian, 2185 times 0.5. Five, two, eight, eight. Uh, $1,155 in actual gold times $95. you are going to get from us ten dollars $1,100. Okay, that sounds good, Paul. Right. No, but it's not worth Now, there are people, like I say, these two ladies who go from house to house probably give you $40 for your $20 gold piece. Oh, isn't that nice? No, I know, but that's what we, this show is informative. Even if you don't sell to me, I want you to get your right value from stuff and put the people to task. Like, there's some liberties that some of these dealers that are stuff buying and selling gold, 
like one, I walked in there and they wanted my, I had my gold with me and there was nothing for sale in the place. And they wanted my ID before I sold it to them. Now you have to give your ID if you sell them the product. You don't have to give them your ID. Actually, I think it should be against the law because you don't know what's on your license. There's a lot of information that can be used for other people. Do not give your ID before you sell it. Okay, I know. Yes. I'm glad this Thanks for the call, Bruce. Yeah, You're welcome. Have a good day. Bye. Okay, thank you. So uh, normally I do the uh, commercial about the Cheese Boutique, but I think you have some stuff to say. First of all, I want to say Cheese Boutique's one of our great sponsors just down the street from Glory Days of 45 Ripley Avenue, open seven days a week, nine to six. Paul was down at our shop this week. As we said, we're checking out uh, Denise's items and a couple other people we had through, all appointments and socially distanced. Everything's good. But you bought some stuff that she's to take oh. down there. Now, I know you've been there before, but we were thought was exceptional what you brought back. We couldn't believe it. Well, I got things. The food was, I mean, I said, it was only very The fruit was. It was like. Holy cow! In and season, I don't taste it that fresh. I handed it around the room. You gotta taste these. Yeah, but best blueberries, blackberries. In peak season, they don't taste that good. No, no. But the best thing I got out of that was this story. Okay, okay. now here's a guy giving back. I'm in there. This is Agamir we're talking. To. Yeah, one of yeah. the owners. One of the owners. So um, I'm talking to him, and he's uh, introduced myself and stuff like that. And I'd been there before, but I'd never talked to him. But he does gives back to the community. <coughs> Excuse me. He gives back a truck. He supplies a truck, no charge, to a local restaurant tour. A food truck. They a can food use. truck that they can use. And I says, you know, here's a guy thinking out of the box. All the, I can understand how nice a guy he is. And that he saying, yeah, we don't want anything. He didn't even want this. I had to drag it out of him. And I said, no, this is something. When you're doing something good. Please tell other people you're doing it. Not for when maybe it comes back to you, but maybe other people get the same idea and do it. Right. Give away stuff. Return stuff to the community. So he's doing that. But the food and everything you said about it, all the, I saw uh, balsamic vinegar. All the condiments, everything. What did you say? You saw, you saw a really expensive one. I don't want to deter people from no. going to You don't have to buy that one. There are you don't have ones. to buy it. What was it, vinegar? It's $2,100. For vinegar? For vinegar. Wow. And I, you know something, this is something kind of cool I saw. This is, you don't put that on your French fries. <coughs> no, it's, yeah. No, but the thing is, Mother's Day is coming up. So you get your mother some great cheese. And it's almost like not buying, you know how when you were a kid, you buy your mother uh, for Mother's Day a baseball glove? Hoping she can't use it. What, what family did you? <laughs> no, oh, I my... forgot you were gypsies. So yeah, well, that probably saying, makes some sense. Gift, what's better than a gift you give on Mother's Day? That when you go over there, you no. Know, but if you gave her cheeses and stuff, you get to partake in the cheese. Oh, you can eat all the cheese. You can eat the cheese. So you're kind of giving to her, but you're really yourself. It's like a boomerang gift. But there was cheeses, vinegars, meats. I mean, the, I the was. Produce is exceptional. I was in a hurry. Because I had to, you had me slave driving over I that know, uh, collection. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it was amazing. And I'm saying you've got to go down there. And it, you know something? When you want to give something a little bit different, people always say Christmas and all these things. You want to give away a gift, give something different? Give the best. Yep. He has the best in there. Yep, if there's sure. the best of something, he has it. 
And that's what I want to say about the GC. Now we can give the address yeah. and all that other stuff. Well, they're 45 Ripley Avenue down in Swansea, right near High Park, Queensway, South Kingsway. Can't miss it. Knock on our door. You can come in and have a visit at uh, Glory Day Sports, and you're there. We're up the street at 26 Ripley. We should talk about, just so people know, when they see auctions and say, maybe I should put all this in auction, that we're buying from auctions. Yeah. So some of the stuff we bought this week, we bought a bunch of military items. We bought toys. We bought some Beatles items. Yesterday, I bought a pair of the Wingding sneakers from 1964. It was one of the, you know, how much merchandise the Beatles did back in the day. But this is the merchandise that dates to when the, the Beatles actually did it. That NEMS industry, NEMS, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was the Beatles. Um, we bought some rare old CNE items, uh, You some silver. It, it, these people are selling stuff that will melt. People could have walked in your store and yeah, got more than by consigning to an auction where they're going to have to pay a fee, wait for money. If the guy doesn't pay, they just give you the item back or whatever. There's 38 things that can go wrong, shipping yeah. it out there, doing whatever, as opposed to just walking in and walking out your store with cash, and they actually got more on a lot of items. We also bought a, a bunch of, we talked about the rare old photos. We bought a bunch of those this week and some massive card collections, yeah. which guys are now deciding maybe I should monetize this. Like it's been a long time. And like they say, you can wait and try and find the peak, but I don't know when the peak is. Nobody does. And nothing ever goes straight up forever. No, and no. The vintage cards haven't went up quite as much as the more, the ones you're hearing about more often. I know the Gretzky did, but they're still good. They're higher than they were. But they haven't went up the 10,000% like some of the crazy LeBron James or uh, Greek Freak cards and stuff like that. But well, we have um, we have an auction ending today okay. on high bid. Yes. When does it start closing? Uh, 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. There okay. is a Gretzky in it. Oh, is it Gretzky, Gretzky rookie? rookie? Oh, yes, I, we put one in there for a consigner. Opeachy? Opeachy. And is it graded? No. Okay. But it's really nice. Well, you know it's a real card. That's yeah. the one thing buying in your auction. Yeah. Because there's tons of reprints out there. We guarantee everything in our auction. If it's a problem, you give it back to us. Not in the problem is if it's not real. problem is you overpaid for it or underpaid for it is not our problem. Right. But if it's real, we guarantee Well, if they underpaid, real. it is your problem. Yeah, I know. I'm not doing good with that. But I want to just say that we have the auction on. You have one next week? Yeah, ours is up now. If you want to go to Glory Days uh, Collectibles, uh, you can hit the high bid button or just search us. But ours doesn't end until next Sunday. We, we've sort of got into a cycle now where we're going to close one on a Sunday and then start one two or three days later. Yeah. And I think we're going to stick to that. We just don't have, because of all the other channels we sell on, which is Facebook, Instagram, our own site, um, Shopify platform, eBay, we just can't accommodate doing one every week. I know you've yeah. been able to work your crew to be able to manage that, but it's, it's a little more difficult for us. We're just trying to get the highest price for the consigner because the lot of right. consigned. Yeah, we're not as much into consignment. We yeah. will do it, but a lot of times I prefer to buy it unless it's a very expensive item. If it's yeah. expensive, then we can sort of share the risk and the profit. But if it's worth 2000 and I know the value of most stuff I buy, and if I know it's worth 2000 I may as well give you sixteen hundred now because you're going to get sixteen hundred anyways. Oh, I mean, no, we don't, but you ought to go a little bit deeper into that thing about never. You can put a lot of stuff into auctions, but the one thing you don't put into auctions, silver and gold. It's been proven. Why can you Waddington's there where you're just waiting for fifteen lots that you're going to steal? Yeah. And then I look, there's a couple other guys like you in there sometimes too. Other dealers, we see a couple of jewelers in there. Buying stuff below melt, they can put back in their store. So. Yeah, no, no, that's it's a lot of that. But the bottom line is the consigner doesn't get enough for it. If they walk in, we've said that I've spent twenty six thousand. 
the consigner gets out of that 14000 and I'm making money at buying at 26000 If the person came in my store, they might have got 30 off me. Right. Okay, we have a certain percentage. And that's mainly no, you're very fair. I know, Ronnie, he was happy with what you did. You're very professional. You do very patient. You go through every item and weigh and check the, the carrots and all that, so it's good. We should give the numbers and go to break. Our call us locally. The board's open right now. Let's get some calls. 416-360-0740. Out of town, 1-866-740-4740. Or text us at 416-580-9256. We'll go to break. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Place over a hundred vendors under one antique roof, all competing to give you the best deal. What do you think happens? The new Southworks Antiques in Cambridge, all 25,000 square feet, sat across the Grand River in Cambridge, selling antiques and nostalgia. The kind of neat stuff that has drawn Paul and Bogart here for more than 20 years. Passing through Cambridge? Stop by Southworks Antiques on Water Street and help yourself to free parking. You're going to be here a while. SouthworksAntiques.com. Let's make a deal. Okay, here we are. Live from the laundry room. We're back. And I got a kind of... When we go to a studio, are you going to still say live from the laundry room? It's become your tagline now. But no, we're going to decorate the, the studio like, like my, a laundry room. Like a washer and dryer. My brother, he's a Maytag guy. We can get a washer and dryer in there, no problem. Wait a minute. You use the word Maytag. Did you get any money from us giving him That's a, right. We shouldn't give any names without nope, uh, nope, getting. Okay, uh, okay, the Royal Canadian. Unnamed laundry company. Here's something we bought at auction, or Glenn bought. This is a. You know when you hear about rarity, okay? And. You've got something made three hundred thousand, or two hundred thousand, or one hundred thousand, or a thousand. Well, we got something from the Royal Canadian Mint that they made one of, one, one, and they gave it to the Montreal Canadiens. It's a nineteen ninety three oversized Canada dollar from. What would you say? It's about nine inches. Nine inches with the plaque. It was given and hung, probably hung in their main offices, a one-of-one in recognition of the the Montreal Forum. In the Montreal Forum. So here you've got a cross-collectible. People who collect Montreal, people who collect hockey, uh, no Toronto Maple Leaf collectors probably. People who collect hockey or coins. One-of-one is as rare as it gets. There's no one half of one. Right. And this has all the provenance. You have two LOAs with two LOAs, like impeccable provenance. But that's where you can find weird stuff in auctions, orphans yeah. and stuff. If that was in a coin auction, it probably would have went for more money, perhaps. It would have gone for maybe ten grand. Possibly, yeah. I know. think so. ten grand. I I don't know. It'd be whatever the auction was on, but this should not have been in a hockey auction the same way. Because probably not. Montreal collectors um, might buy it, but. It is a coin item, a one of right. one. And it says presented by the mint, everything's on there. And it's got the LOAs. But this is coming when you buy something at auction. You if you own this, would you put this in their auction? No, you wouldn't have. No. no. So this is where our expertise In fact, is. where is it? 
I gave it to you because you're the king of coins, yeah. right? So I'd rather you have it and check with coin guys. If I was going to sell that to Montreal collector, I wouldn't even seen you. No, no. Because I got enough of those guys. But, but I think a coin guy actually pays more for something so rare like that. Well, we should go to a couple of calls. Well, no, but I want to okay, yeah, say a little bit more about the coin stuff. This is what we do. Some stuff should be consigned. Some stuff gold and silver should be bought. Some stuff can be going to certain auctions. And it's also and a, some stuff's every, worth melt. Yeah, but it's also important what auctions you put it in. Oh, for sure. Because we buy yeah. those, and people do this not all the time. Not only for the right topic, some auction houses are not reputable. No, there's no. lots of bad auctions. You know, you've trained oh. me a couple times on some of the old country auctions, and uh, and oh. I've been I've been even caught. I I was in an auction that you know well, and I bought a framed poster, a circus poster. And the glass was kind of cracked anyways. I said, the guy, I just want to take it out of the frame. I don't want the frame. No, no, you can't do that here. Of course, I took it home on the border, reprint from so-and-so. And no wonder he didn't want me to take it out of the frame, right? Yeah. So there's lots of that going on. And, and we're experts, and we can still get duped. So you got to watch. And they also have shield bidders in there. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, is very bad. Or you don't know what you get in the right place. But it's always the right. You want to get the consigner wants. We try to get the most money for your stuff. And we know the different ways of doing it. I, I went to Plato auctions. They're out in Niagara Falls. You didn't mention some Yeah, no, but it's up. not a good thing. Well, he, he sold me all this Peaver stuff. Okay. And I said, well, is there a letter? He goes, yeah, yeah, we'll get you a letter. I, I tried three or four. I just gave up. I never yeah. got a letter. So I just sold it as hockey stuff. I couldn't verify yeah. it as being from Terry Cheevers. But we do what we say we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. So we should go to uh, Camille in Scarborough. You have a question, Camille? Yes, I do. I have Wedgwood Gold Florentine um, place settings, four pieces in each place setting, a coffee, I'm sorry, a, yeah, a coffee pot, teapot, cream, and sugar. And I'm just wondering about the value of it. Okay, Florentine used to be going for about 120 You bought it when back in the 1980s, 70s for probably about three to $400 a place setting from yes. one of those places. Yes. And now then... The secondary market was about one fifty. Now it's probably around sixty, seventy dollars. Your coffee pot and your covered beds and your casserole are always the biggest pieces for value. And the teapot, um, probably about a hundred and fifty for your coffee pot. It would be something we would do on consignment, and I would come up with the prices. And it would depend on two things: how fast you want to sell it, and um, the condition of it. Oh, it's never been used. <laughs> okay. Pardon? It's never, never been, been used. used. <laughs> I was always so wondering I would break it. <laughs> so definitely you could give Paul a I mean, I know that sounds things. dumb, but I just, I was really decorative. I mean, it was yeah. in a china cabinet, right? And yeah. I don't know. There was just something about using it that I thought, oh, my gosh, if I ever dropped one of these things. No, no, you know. It was being so expensive when I purchased it. So yeah. the 150 for the coffee, what is about the tea? Would it be the same, roughly? Approximately. I'm going to check, but it's... If I was doing a quick guess on it, it used to be a great pattern. Give her your number so she can call you during the week. Call me at 647. Mm -hmm. This is my personal cell number. 647-298-8989. I can get you okay. exact prices of what we can do. Thanks for okay. that. That's nice stuff, Camille. No, no, but I want to say something. A lot you of want to say a lot of things. We have callers now. But this, Camille, is the uh -huh. person we're talking to now. I know. She's People. a lovely lady. I like her. Okay, but what happens is... You like everybody. <laughs> I like everyone. Paul's a good uh, problem. Yeah. No, no, I, I don't, don't like you. I like everyone else. Okay. <laughs> so, what we're doing here, 
is a lot of people right now after this meal, after this show today, we're going to have a meal, and we t- use the uh, old no. dishes. Yeah, right? we do. It's spectacular. I have about two hundred sets of dishes. My kids, and there are three of them, didn't want any of my stuff. I have two hundred sets to choose from. Wow! And uh, they would rather go to a big box store. But your set is very elegant. You can't go in the yes. dishwasher. But a lot of people do what you do. If you don't sell it to me, and they box it up, and it's going to stay in a box for next Well, no, year. they had it in China Hutch, so it was on display, right? Uh, it was on display. Now, yeah, it's sort you, of my style changed, and where I was into all that Italian stuff, now I'm kind of, you know, more modern, a little more modern. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, give Paul a call this week if you're interested in moving it, or otherwise uh, enjoy it and have some fancy meals like we're about to have here in half an hour. Well, that's okay. wonderful. I will Take do that. Care. Thank you so much. All right. We're going to go to Ron in Scarborough. He's got a 24-karat gold bread dish. This is for you. What? I have a, a little here. dish. Hello. Yep, go ahead. I have a, a, a little decorated dish. Uh, it says 24 carat on there. It's a, a, a gold uh, a, a picture of uh, two birds in a tree. And I have a little candy dish with a, a top on it. And it has the same picture painted on it. And uh, it's made in Japan. Okay, now these are 24 karat gold paint, which is kind of like they're overstating their value because you can't get that 24 karat back. You can't melt it off a dish. Unless your dish is made out of metal, 24 karat, which we would melt in the New York second. And they do make cups and saucers that are made in gold. Which you can't microwave or anything like that. You can't microwave, that's for sure. But the stuff that says if it's made by Sovereign or one of these companies that says, or Japan, that's good. 24 karat gold paint. It's probably made 1950s, 60s, and enjoy it. Okay? Not worth it. That's the best thing to do. All right, Ron. Thanks for the call. Bye. We got another caller, Pat in Stony Creek, and want to talk about a stamp collection. Before you talk, Pat, I'm going to tell you my little story about stamp collection. So, I'm in the business of selling stuff, and I have my stamp collection when I was a kid, and I have my grandfather's, whatever. But I don't really deal in stamps very much, and not too many people do. So I went to the biggest stamp show in Canada, which was at the CNE with Torex and whatever they do. Once a year, all the big dealers come in. I walked around with my box collection. with There's an album and plate blocks and all this. And I wasn't getting any interest. And finally, I went to one guy, and this was only about four years ago, so I was 64 years old. And he said, uh, you, you aren't getting any offers, right? And I said, no. He said, look around. He goes, you're the youngest guy in the room. And I was 64. So that I don't want to let you down too much, but okay, let's hear what you have in stamps. <laughs> Hi, yeah, that's a good story. Um, I've got stamps that have been in a box collections for years. I started collecting when I was probably about 10 years old. I belonged to a stamp club where I spent all my babysitting money when I was younger. I'd spend it all on stamps and uh, I mean it just got too much so it's all these countries that have changed names and you know all old stamps and then as I got older in recent years I would buy all the Canadian stamps that came out and I went through them and I've got them all in a drawer and I don't even remember these stamps. I mean there's stamps there that I I've never seen on an envelope, but 
Anyway, yeah. I've got them from around the world and then kind of went to Canada and France and Poland and they're just sitting there. We can there. help you. What do I do with them? We can help you. In two cases, there's one where if it's an accumulation and the luck of the draw might be if you have enough stamps, one can be worth money. We have a guy, a stamp expert, who goes through them like Glenn goes through autographs or I go through cards and comics. He knows the stuff right away. And that's where you're looking for a few gems in there. Yeah. And, but, um, your other stamps, the unused ones, like the blocks, or if you've unopened, you know, uncut up pages and stuff, we use those for mailing. They'll come up at auction and we'll usually buy them at 20 to 25 cents on the dollar. And most of the time, anything under five cents you can't even sell because unless you're putting on a big enough envelope or a big enough box, it's not worth any money. <laughs> My wife was complaining because I used to bring home. You remember stamps of one cent? Yeah, you. you I remember it. So, so one cent page is one dollar. It's about ten by ten inches. Okay, for a dollar of stamps. So, so all right. So and now I know of the old ones, U.S., Canada, Great Britain. They have yeah. some of the better ones if they're very old. But you you could either take. Paul's cell number or yeah. text him some pictures or it's probably better if you're going to come this way or if you're down there where someone could go through your collection. Yeah. yeah. Don't be planning a vacation to anywhere with the money you're going to get. You can okay. get lucky, but that is because you have something rare. And the reason it's rare is there's not many Very around. Very few people have it. Very few people have it. But you can put them in auction for it. Yep. We used to give them to scout troops and stuff, and of course they're not even around anymore. And uh, they would use them to educate kids about new countries and all this. Stuff. But that's when you were a kid. No, no, I'm talking about even not that long ago. They would still do it, but it just the Bogart, interest isn't there anymore. It's all online now. Okay. Women, Bogart barely knows what a stamp is. Okay. My grandkids have no chance. We'll have to have little courses. I'm telling what people used to use these paper and put this paper on other paper. You have a lot of issues in your life. Thanks for the call, Pat. Okay. All right. right. He's not going to know what they are. Yeah. No, I mean, stamps are, it's tough. Okay. I I thought I had some very, and I have my grandfather's collection. They're still worth nothing. No, because we never hit that lottery ticket in there. Well, like, that's where the people with the the postcards are worth money. Are you off? No, we're not off. Oh, oh, we just got interrupted here. Live from the laundry room. Uh, my wife just stepped in for a second. But postcards, people say, oh, the stamps on the back are worth them. And they sometimes take them off. I just don't. Leave them like they are. The postcard is going to be worth more than the stamps all the time. And what we're looking for is I pictures. Uh, okay. I've even been to postcard shows where they've cut out the stamp. Never mind trying oh. to soak it up. But, you know, and one thing interesting about postcards, and I go to postcard shows, I'm a member of the Postcard Club of Canada, and... If you look on postcards and you're trying to determine value, because they do reprint images and that, the very early ones will say one cent stamp. Because yeah. back then it was always one cent. If it just yeah. says place stamp here, that's a little bit later. But the 1800s into probably 1930s, they would always say one cent. The only way to see the place stamp here would be by taking off the stamp. No, but most of them are not used. Most postcards you buy at the shows have never, because people will buy them as souvenirs too, right? Or I even see, there's a lot in my grandparents' committees, they'd write them out and they wouldn't mail them to me and then would bring them over. They've been on a trip and ah, we knew we'd get back before you get the mail and they hand you the postcard. And I thought I was no cheap. Okay. They saved five postcards, they saved five. 
Five cents. I know you're going to have a great time this week. Five cents. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, now we got to get the gold and silver prices out, and I want to go a little bit more about that guy who won't wear a mask. And I'm saying there's more courage. More? No, yeah. I want to say I these know. people. Remember, you got to do the gift. You're I'm going to do the do gift. That. You're running out of time here. But the most important thing is the courage of these people who get up every morning, who go to work in a hospital or in a senior's home. Right. We have to really think. Like, I couldn't. I don't know if I could do there's, that. There's an article in the paper today, how many in the Star, about how many are suffering from PTSD just from being around yeah. people getting so ill. There was, they talked about one night three people died in this old age. So home. I got this buffoon sitting in a, in a, in a metro saying, no government's going to tell me to wear a mask. If I don't wear a, if, if I'm wearing a mask and I'm wrong, all I've got is an ugly piece of cloth on my face. If this idiot, or can I call him an idiot? No, idiot. I've got friends who are idiots. No, if this buffoon is going like this, and 1,000 of his friends, if one person dies because this guy got doesn't want to be right. thinking about other people. so We appreciate your rant. Okay. So I want to go back. So the prices for gold and silver are, these are things you got to remember for next week. First person who calls in. And says the price. Which one? Are you going to tell which one they have? Yeah, 14 karat. I'm not going to make him remember. 14 karat by gram? Five gram. Okay. Ten carat, which is not applicable to this contest, twenty four fifty eight. The best thing about the contest is you won't remember what you said. Yes, I'm going to write, I wrote it down. Okay. Um, 34, 14 karat gold. This is the, the real number. 3442. You know that number. You call in the first person. It's going to get a $50 gift certificate. And the right thing to do with How that is... Rick calls in? Does he get it? No, because I want the person to give this to a... Nurse or a frontline worker, okay, and nice. they go down to the cheese boutique. Okay, eighteen karat gold, forty-four twenty-five. Just giving back to the community, a tiny bit. Fifty-four oh nine is for uh, twenty-two karat gold. Silver dollars are sixteen ten. Sixteen dollars and ten cents. Silver dollars, sixty-six and prior. Yeah, sixty-seven be prior. Um, and it's sterling silver is seventy-eight. 84, okay? If you're buying gold... Per gram. Well, no. Per gram. Yeah, but that you're not talking dollars anymore. No, 79.84 per gram of sterling silver. It's like a teapot. Yeah. You know these things. Okay, yeah, but that's seven cents. You're going for dollars and cents. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you should tell people that. They know this. They're listening. You're not. Okay, so when you're buying, we saved a client this week $4,500 on one order. You mean Five I have gold. to do the show plus I got to listen to it? No, yeah, yeah, no, later on. Oh, no cheating. I know there are people right now who are going to go to our, you know, our podcast on Wednesday. I didn't get these numbers. Oh, no, no, I forgot oh, about that. Yeah. They don't have to. A smart person wouldn't have to listen to the rest of the, the whole show. So I want you to buy local. Thank every, any frontline worker. You got to thank them. I don't think I could do it every day. You know, we got to be saying thank you for these people helping us out. Buy local. Don't buy Amazon. Take those extra 20 seconds to find your neighbor who will sell it to you. I'm even the last eight seconds for Glenn to say something. Wear a mask. Have a great week. Look forward to talking to you next week. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.